Happy Tuesday, July 25th. I'm your host, Kimberly Pro. We've got Mark Sassy out and about in the community today. Today is a celebration of adventures in coaching. What does that mean, you ask? How do you find your purpose? How do you cope with change? We'll find all of that and more on Good Morning Vale. It starts right now. Hey everybody, out here on the Eagle River, rode my e-bike e up to the end of Miller Ranch today to do some fly fishing. And as I was getting ready, I looked outside, saw, saw some pretty uh, dark cloud cover rolling in from the southwest. Checked the weather report, and it didn't say anything about these morning little showers happening, but they are happening right now. Just a little bit of rain coming down. Sun will make its way up, and it'll burn that cloud cover off. It's going to turn out to be, uh, once again, another warm day. Not... Not quite as warm in Vail as we saw yesterday, but a high of 84 degrees midday in Vail. We'll see about 65 degrees around 8 o'clock first thing this morning. And these temperatures are for Vail. And we're going to see sunshine to start once this cloud cover burns off and about a 40% chance of some scattered thunderstorms throughout the afternoon, about a 40% chance once again. As you look at that hourly forecast, uh, warming up by 80 degrees around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. We'll see 84, that high temperature midday. Partly cloudy to start, start mostly sunny throughout the uh, midday hours. Then those thunderstorms possible around 4, and then mostly cloudy into the evening hours. Denver temperatures today, just shy, 1 degree shy of 100 degrees, 99 <clears throat> Excuse me for the high temperature in Denver. 30% chance a mixture of sunshine and clouds for the Denver area. For Vail, 84 with a 40% chance of moisture. Avon, 88 with a 30% chance. And then Eagle coming in with a high of 92 degrees with a 30% chance of moisture. Tonight, we're going to see that sun setting at 826. Partly cloudy skies, a 15% chance of some rain. And we're looking at a low of about 52 degrees. And as we jump ahead for the five-day, Wednesday through Sunday, 84 for Wednesday around Vail, 40% chance of afternoon thunderstorms. For Thursday, 83 for a high, partly cloudy. There's a slight chance, 40% chance of something coming our way. 30% chance for moisture on Friday with a high of 85. A 25% chance of moisture in the afternoon with a high of 86 on Saturday. And then Sunday coming in uh, with uh, scattered thunderstorms, a high of 84 degrees. And we're looking at about a 40% chance of some moisture over the course of your Sunday. So a little bit of rain first thing this morning, a little bit of cloud cover to kind of start the day for your Tuesday. And then we'll see that burn off, sunshine, and then maybe a passing shower in the afternoon. I want to talk about a few things going on, a few things that are kind of um, one-offs going on in the Vale area. Obviously, we have Bravo and we have... Uh, a bunch of other activities happening that are big activities for Vail. A nifty one that I think is pretty neat because it talks about um, macro invertebrates, which are the aquatic insects, really, that all the fish feed on in the river. Uh, at the Betty Ford Alpine Gardens to, tomorrow, actually, from 10.30 to noon, and I think the charge is like 
$10 unless you are a member. Talks about the tiny critters and living in the water, and they're a vital ingredient to freshwater ecosystems, obviously, caddisflies, mayflies, stoneflies. You can discover some of the amazing creatures that live in Gore Creek and what they tell us about the health of that creek. All right, so that's going to be taking place on Wednesday at the Betty Ford Alpine Gardens. Also on Wednesday, tomorrow, we have the Summer Wednesday Art Walks. Uh, these get going um, throughout the course of the morning, 11 o'clock at the Vail Village Welcome Center, and you get a walking tour of of all the, the pop-up art that you see all around the Vale area, whether it's sculptures, whether it's the murals, um, winds its way through the village, talks about the history of Vale, the Vale Valley, and uh, the town's public art collections, over 70 works ranging from painting, sculptures, murals, and playground components to uh, site-integrated art. 11 o'clock at the Vale Village Welcome Center. And then the big last thing happening right now, so, you know, we shifted gears a little bit, uh, we're working with the New York Philharmonic for Bravo. It's the last um, orchestra to be a part of the Bravo Music Festival. And then kind of segueing into uh, the Vail Jazz Festival, which is probably the longest running festival over the course of the summer, aside from Bravo and aside from the Dance Festival. And that's going to be taking place coming up next. Uh, but the Jazz Festival got rolling uh, on July the 9th, and it'll go through September the 4th. And they've got a robust series of world-class jazz performances in the heart of Vail. Um, some of the best hot jazz, bebop, bossa nova, gypsy jazz, big band sounds. Um, they spend a lot of time at the jazz tent at Vail Square, but they have all these other pop-up events. They do Sunday afternoon concerts at Solaris during the farmer's market. Uh, they have playground performances. They have jam sessions. They do a lot, and the Jazz Festival, another great experience you can find around Vail. But if you want to find out more about these activities or more things going on, like the Art Walk or like the Macro Invertebrate Talk at the Betty Ford Alpine Gardens, just visit discovervail.com. All right, we got a quick break coming up, and then uh, we are celebrating adventures in coaching. We'll talk to Kim in just a little bit. I'll be back on the river. This is our Tuesday edition of Good Morning Vail. We'll be right back. Here at Sun and Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun and Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. Hi, it's Julio from TV8 Vail. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vail from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vail Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8vail.com.
Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Thank you, Mark, for all of those wonderful things happening here in the Vale Valley this week and beyond. Lots of exciting music festivals. But today, we are celebrating our Adventures in Coaching segment. And if you're wondering what exactly that is, we have an intro segment for you to watch that is titled, What is Adventures in Coaching? Let's have a watch. Welcome to TV8's newest segment. It's called Adventures in Coaching, and it's here to help you grow personally and professionally. And we've got Kim Smith, the expert, joining us. Kim, thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and talk to you about all of this. I'm excited to have you here only because I think powerful women are my most favorite thing. And you are definitely a force to be reckoned with here oh. in our community. So I'm very excited to have thank you. Thank you. Now, let's just dive right into it because we've got a lot of things that we're going to cover over the expansion of some time here on the couch. And so my first question is, what is coaching? That is a great question, Maddie. And, you know, a lot of people, I think, are confused a little bit about that. And I just want to clarify that what it's not. It's not therapy. It's not advice. And it's not sports coaching, although we do take a lot of things from sports coaching. In other words, really trying to push you beyond maybe your limits and to set goals and to hold you accountable to you know, what you decide is important to you. Which I think a lot of people in certain areas start to struggle mm -hmm. with. And so what is your story and how did you get into coaching? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question also. You know, for me, um, it really came naturally. I was always, um, even as a, as a young person, really trying to help people and interested in helping you know, them improve their lives. And uh, I had a long career in marketing and sales. And I worked in, um, on the agency side of things and in the snow sports industry and then in tourism. And all the while I had this like small voice in my head that kept saying, you know, you really want to help people more. How do you get out there and do that? And, you know, while I was loving my career and I had climbed the ladder, so to speak, and um, had a lot of accomplishments, uh, there were there were things that just started to, you know, resonate with me outside of those careers and really getting into helping people was one of those things that just kept bubbling up and saying, you know, why don't you go ahead and take a leap of faith and do this? And so I finally decided to leave my uh, career and get certified in coaching. And I had a couple of iterations as I went through all of that. And I'm now doing that full time and I'm absolutely loving it. And it's really where I get, you know, my joy and my purpose is around helping others uh, to really reach their potential. Which is so cool because you hear of these people that are empaths and they spend their time filling other people's cup in order to fill their own cup and it sounds like you get the pleasure of doing that in your career and because you spent so much yeah. time in this corporate world, you also have this kind of mindset of how you can help people grow professionally. Exactly, exactly. And um, yes, it does fill my cup helping others and seeing their process and witnessing change and helping to empower people and enable people to do that is, is just huge. And 
Um, I really focus on people working on their careers and with leaders within businesses and teams within businesses themselves and um, working with trying to really identify you know, what that person's pur purpose is or a team purpose and finding out the ways uh, to get there as well as removing roadblocks that might be getting in the way of their success. I think it's so important that people take the time to realize that they need that little bit of extra motivation and this coaching is something that can help them successfully push themselves through that almost like writer's block that we come across in our lives and in our mm -hmm. careers. And so you've been doing this for quite some time. What are some of the challenges that you've heard clients complain about? And that's, yeah, I love, I love what you said, that analogy. Um, you know, people come to me because they are maybe feeling stuck in, in what they want to do. Um, maybe they've had an idea germinating in their head for a long time. They just don't know how to get it from here to, you know, there and then move it forward. Uh, and I think that's pretty normal. A lot of us have ideas and think like, oh, I want to do this. I want to work on my career. I maybe want to go into an entrepreneurial business. Um, how do I get there? And rather than just continually you know, ruminating about it, a coach will really help you pull that out, figure out what's important, how do we take those next steps, and what do those look like, and then how can you hold yourself accountable? And a coach will help hold you accountable to those goals that you've set up. Which I think is something that so many people lack the discipline mm -hmm. of taking the things from their brain, putting them on paper, and then executing them. Yeah. I know that I really struggle with that in certain areas of my life. Mm -hmm. And so just to have that little bit of extra motivation helps so much. Now, as people are starting to kind of get a coach and work through these processes, what are some of the things that they can expect from the coach? So first of all, I really, you know, I'll do an intake, so to speak, to, you know, or discovery, whatever we want to call it, but looking at, you know, what is going on and where do you think you want to go? And oftentimes what happens through the process is we find out that what you think you might want to do isn't really aligned with your purpose and what you, you know, what will really make you successful. So I'll usually take a step back at that point and look at you know, what is that person's purpose? Have they ever decided what that is? Or have they ever clarified that for themselves? Because that can be your foundation. And we'll go into purpose a little bit more in another segment. But that's really, I like to start there and kind of dig around. And, you know, I was saying that, you know, it's, it's not so much about looking at your past, but oftentimes there are things in our past that are holding us back from success. Maybe, you know, we don't really know why they're there or they're a limiting belief. You might have heard that term, limiting beliefs, or yes. little gremlins that are saying, oh, I'm not good enough, or I've got self-doubt around this. Those mean voices in your head that sometimes <laughs> you got to work towards right. shutting off. Yeah, and so those come up inevitably with everybody I work with. And so we do take a look at that and try to, you know, create the courage to walk through a lot of those fears or, you know, real or maybe they're made up fears, maybe something really did happen in the past that we need to look at. But whatever it is, that's always been a part of or that will be a part of the conversation. Now, as people are starting to get interested in getting a coach, what's the time frame like when you guys start working together to when you can kind of execute this plan to move mm -hmm. forward? I like to say that about a nine-week um, session or you know group of sessions is where you really start to see progress. So if somebody says, oh, I'm going to go to a coach one or two times, oh, it didn't work, I'm moving on, it's like you've got to give it some time because more and more things will be revealed as you're working through things. It's not just a one and done. Um, that being said, I don't look at coaching as, you know, like sometimes therapists, you know, work with somebody for years and years. 
this is more short, short term. We want to try to get those results and move you forward quickly. And seeing a coach is like dating someone. You can't just go on two <laughs> dates and be like, this isn't for me. You have to spend right. some time to get to know them yeah. because you do have to mm -hmm. set those boundaries and really learn each other and how you guys work well with each other. It's like forming a whole new relationship. It really is. It really is. And it's amazing, you know, like the first time people tend to really not want to talk too much or they don't know what to talk about. But that's my job to start really pulling that out of the person, make them feel comfortable and figure out, you know, where they really want to go and why. Now, as you are bringing in new clients, who is it that you work with? So I really work, I call myself a career and business success coach. So I work with people that are working on their careers, looking to make change. Maybe there's a transition that they want to go to another business and they don't know what that industry is or they want to grow within their own um, organization. And I also work with businesses that are, you know, maybe they have leaders inside the organization that, you know, they would like to have coached. Um, as well as teams to develop synergy amongst that team to be able to move that team forward based on their purpose and their, you know, their goals and desires. So, Which I think is so cool. It's like having one of those group projects in school where maybe someone feels like they have to pull a majority of the weight to have someone like you come in and then delegate mm -hmm. a little bit more right. clearly and bring that team together to mm -hmm. work better together so that everything just can start to roll forward is really cool. Now, as you're kind of coaching these teams, do you feel like you ever have any challenges with a larger group of people? Oh, absolutely. Because there's always like, you know, one or two people that are like, why am I here? I don't want to be here. And, you know, they've got their body language, arms crossed, and they're not sure that, you know, why they're there. And, you know, I can, when, when I'm working with groups or teams, I will coach people individually, um, you know, with the whole team. And sometimes I'll just have to pull them aside and say, you know, hey, what's going on for you? And, you know, I really try to meet people where they are at and figure out what's going on for them. Because ideally with a team, you know, you want to get everybody on the same page. Uh, but yeah, there's people that we're humans, right? We're right. going to bring our stuff, everything that we have from our whole life into work, into our business. So, yeah. I mean, I think what you do is so incredible, and I also think that it's always those people that you see that are so closed off that eventually come around, and they're the mm -hmm. ones who benefit the most because yeah. you totally change their perspectives on from where they started to where they are in your sessions. Right, and I think that's a really good point there because coaching, a lot of it is about reframing a situation, and instead of being like, you know, oh, poor me, this has happened, or I'm not happy with this, or whatever, Looking at it from different points of view can help you look at the opportunity versus the problem. Which I think that perspective shift mm -hmm. is probably one of the largest benefits from getting a coach. And so now as we're talking about benefits of coaching, yeah. what are some of the other ones that people can expect from kind of going through this tribulation with you? Um, I would definitely say, you know, determining what your purpose is, you know, your why, your reason for being. Um, finding out like what it is that you want to do and you know how can you bring that purpose into your workplace or into your life you know and it's it's really um, you know a, a matter of kind of going through some of those things but also uh, getting results I mean ultimately coaching is about getting results and taking action moving you forward and holding you accountable so I can't you know everybody's journey is different that's why I call it adventures and coaching it's an adventure you know there's never a straight line from like what you think is in here to your final goal. You're always going to be zigzagging and finding different ways. And I think some people think that it's like, oh, one straight shot. But it's important to know, 
that you know it does take some time and to give yourself permission to you know explore a little bit over here if you think that that's interesting or maybe this didn't work out exactly as you thought so what is it and how do we get back on track I think these are all such great benefits that people mm -hmm. could really use in their day-to-day -day life but also in their personal and professional development now we're gonna do a few of these sessions so what other things can we expect from adventures and coaching um, so coming up next is going to be we're gonna be talking about purpose and mission and why that's so important um, I'll be talking about leadership skills, you know, women in business and the challenges that women have in business. Um, you know, some things around communication, emotional intelligence, um, and just, you know, figuring out like how to set goals and how do you really hold yourself accountable to those goals. So those are just a few of the things we'll be talking about. Kim, I'm so excited to continue to spend time with you so I can keep learning from you just from sitting here. I think what you do is so incredible. And like Thank I said you. earlier, I think you are a force to be reckoned Aww. with. Thank you. It's fantastic to be here. I really appreciate it. Make sure that you continue to stay tuned as we are going to continue our adventures in coaching only because we're here to help you with your personal and your professional development. We're going to take a short break and when we come back we've got more of the show so stay tuned. Hello everyone, I'd like to welcome you into Rugs Benedict to come explore our 12,000 square foot showroom. We've been serving the Vale Valley for over 50 years now with flooring needs. And we inventory a ton of product from Carpet One to provide the very best values, highest style. We just built a warehouse, 15,000 square foot warehouse in gypsum. So we have over 120 different Broadloom carpets. We have a lot of waterproof wood flooring things that we can install right away. We have employee installers, a lifetime installation warranty. Many of them have been with us for decades and they're true craftsmen in their work. They're absolutely extraordinary at installing any of the flooring that we provide. We also have over a thousand area rugs in stock right now. Um, and they start at two by threes. I could bring these into the studio today, but they go all the way up to 12 by 16s. And we have them hanging on the racks, just like shopping for clothing. So it's very easy for you to just flip through, see what's available. We'll deliver them to your house so you can check out how they look in your space with your lighting, all different sizes, all different shapes, some things that are gonna be a little bit more contemporary as well as tribal, traditional, all the latest and greatest looks. We have things that are hand knotted, silk, wool and silk options, all the way down to some machine made indoor outdoor type rugs. So really anything that you're looking for, for your business, for your home, for a rental, Rugs Benedict can provide it. And one thing I consistently hear when people leave our showroom is, that was so easy, thank you so much. So we make the, the process very easy. Come in, take a look, and we'd love to offer you a free estimate. Look forward to seeing you in our showroom. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch. 
717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Thank you for watching Good Morning Vale. Have an amazing day. Get on out there, soak up that sunshine. We'll see you tomorrow right here for more Good Morning Vale. Bye, everyone. Hi, I'm Gretchen Bleshaw. You might recognize me from the Glitz and Glam with Gretchen. Maybe you hear my voice on the radio from time to time or see me out at a concert or two. I love concerts. If you see me out, the long mermaid hair, I'm almost six foot tall, it's hard to miss. Come and say hi, give me a high five and make sure to watch me right here on TV8. Everybody, welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Standing down here on the Eagle River, still floored at the flows we have. I'm going to get out in there and fish in just a little bit here, but let's talk about our weather for the day. We had a little bit of rain pass through first thing this morning. Sun making its way up just a little bit more now. Um, so that's good to see. We're going to have a sunny day for a good part of the day. We're going to have a little bit of cloud cover and maybe a chance for some afternoon storms passing through later on this afternoon. Giving you a look at the weather, 65 today for Vail at 8 o'clock. We'll see a high of 84 in Vail uh, with a 40% chance of scattered thunderstorms in the afternoon. Uh, your hourly forecast for the Vail area, partly cloudy to start, then lots of sunshine. And then we'll have some scattered afternoon thunderstorms rolling in. Temperatures jumping up to, you know, 80 to 84 degrees mid-afternoon. Dropping to 73 this evening, about 8 o'clock tonight. Denver temperatures today, 99, with a 30% chance of a mix of maybe some sunshine and maybe some rain. 84 for Vail, 88 for Avon, 92 for Eagle. Tonight, we're going to see that sun setting at 826. 52 degrees for our low temperature tonight with a 15% chance of maybe another passing shower or two. And then for tomorrow, we'll see uh, afternoon thunderstorms, a 40% chance with a high of 84 in Vail. Thursday, 83. 85 for Friday, 86 for a high in Vail on Saturday, then 84 for Sunday, and anywhere from a 25 to a 40% chance throughout the end of the weekend of a pop-up shower or a thunderstorm. Um, sunshine mixed with some cloud cover. It's going to be one of those weeks. It's going to be, a, I think, a better week just because we don't have a lot of, a, a lot of bright sunshine, solid all day long. All right, I'm going to uh, give you your fly fishing report round one after we do our little fly fishing open on the river. All right, welcome back now down here on the river. Like I said in the beginning of that weather, flows are still up here. We're looking at a little over 300 cubic feet per second on the Eagle River, just upstream from here where the gauging station is. And this area down here at the Endemiller Ranch, across from Arrowhead, is a great spot. I love to go and play through here over the course of the summer. It's not far from my home, and I rode the e-bike out here first thing this morning. Um, flows are still not quite where I like to have them for um, optimum fishing. Because it gets a little tight in here, and it's rocky, and it's pretty steep, that river gets moving pretty good through this little section. Um, but it's still fishable. Uh, I want to show you real quick some of the bug life that I'm seeing around. I went fishing the other night. I took a photograph of lots of caddis at about 7.45 that were flying around on the river. 
Um, so that's a good sign that the bug life is healthy and the dry flies are available and the fish are actively feeding. Now, yesterday I took a look at the bumper on my car. That's a pretty good telltale sign of what's happening with bugs also. And it was just smattered the front of it with a little bit of everything, mostly caddis, but we also had some stone flies and a mix of mayflies and some midges. Um, so check the front of your car if you can't decide on what bugs you should tie on because that's a pretty good telltale sign. All right, now I just pulled this stick out of the river that was wedged down in the rocks. I'm not sure if you can see, but all of these little, these little things right here, these little black, they look like little sticks. They're attached to this bigger stick, and those are actually cases that the caddisflies make around themselves um, as they gestate to become adults. Now, if I gently squeeze this one, I'm going to be very gentle about it. Come on out of there, buddy. This is pretty amazing. Um, they have a, there's a caddis inside of here. It's a caddis larva. And I know we don't like to see me doing that, but he's green. I don't know if you can see that little green caddis larva right there with a little black head. And that's going to become an adult one day. And that is something that the fish love to feed on right now. So we're going to put them in the water. I have one of those tied on my setup. And we're going to make some casts into this water. Now, my setup today is going to be a, a nymph with a, a couple of little emerging flies behind it. I added some extra weight to it to get it down faster because of the current. And I don't have my indicator set too far away from my front fly because the water is not real deep. It's just moving pretty fast. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to take an inspection of the river here, find those places where it looked like it could be holding fish. As I look at this area right here, you can see this inside current line and then the further one out in the middle and then right in between there's a little bit of calm water because there's some rocks that are underwater upstream. So I'm going to cast my setup into that calmer water in the middle and let that stuff sink and see if we can't locate a trout or two first thing this morning. Uh, those fish during the daytime, because those water temperatures are getting warmer, usually by mid-afternoon, those fish tend to move out of the deeper, slower water because it gets a little too warm and they can relocate into some of the faster current where there's more oxygen for them to survive and to stay healthy. When those water temperatures get warm, it's real hard for the fish to get oxygen and they take it from the, from the water is where it comes from. And that's what their gills are all designed to do. So when those water temps are warm, they struggle finding oxygen. So they're gonna be in that faster water. So keep in mind, carry a thermometer with you if you're gonna go and fish. And if those water temps get, you know, above 62 degrees midday, you might want to consider taking a break from fishing until those water temperatures cool down just a little bit. Um, and with a day like today with some cloud cover and maybe a possibility of some rain, even though it's considered to be a warm day once again in the mid 80s, the cloud cover is going to keep that water temperature kind of cool. And that's a good sign. If the sun's out all day and it's a bright blue sky, chances are those water temps are going to warm up faster. I'm going to keep fishing down here on the Eagle River. We come, we come back from our quick break of Good Morning Vale on TV8. We've got the second segment of our adventures in coaching. We'll be right back. Good Morning Vale. 
Familia de Chivier, estamos muy emocionados de seguir avanzando nuestra programación en español. Recientemente tuvimos un exitoso evento donde colaboramos con nuestra comunidad para desarrollar ideas sobre nuestro contenido y nuestra programación en español. Así que muchísimas gracias a todas las personas que asistieron. Y si no tuviste la oportunidad de contribuir, aún puedes mandarme tus comentarios a través de correo electrónico. Y además te invitamos a seguir nuestras nuevas redes sociales para estar al tanto de todo nuestro contenido en español. Nos encuentras en Instagram y Facebook, arroba TV8 Conexión Latina o nuestra página web tv8bell.com diagonal conexión latina. Recuerda que puedes sintonizar toda la programación de TV8 a través del canal 92 de Comcast o nuestra página web tv8bell.com. TV8 is excited to continue making progress to our Spanish programming. We recently had a successful event at our studio where we collaborated with community members to develop ideas for the future of our Spanish programming. So thank you to everyone who came out. And if you didn't get a chance to contribute, you can still send me your comments via email. You can also now follow our new Spanish social media accounts on Facebook and Instagram at TV8 Conexión Latina or our website tv8vel.com slash Conexión Latina so you can stay up to date on all our Spanish content. Remember, you can also tune in to all of our TV8 programming on Comcast Channel 92 or our website at tv8vel.com. Join us in exploring the everyday lives of community members here in the Vail Valley. Hear their inspiring stories of how they came here, their contributions to our community, and why they chose to call this place home. We want you to be one of our neighbors. If you would like to be featured or nominate someone to be featured, please send an email to danielle at tv8vale.com. We look forward to featuring your story right here on TV8. Welcome back to the show. So we learned a lot in that first segment from Kim Smith regarding um, the importance of coaching, what coaching looks like, how to dissect coaching and how to use it um, to your advantage or to anyone's advantage who's in need of trying to make sense of the world and what coaching has to do. Uh, let's take a look at our segment segment now from Kim Smith regarding uh, taking a closer look at coaching and how we can benefit from it. Welcome back to the show. We recently just introduced you to a new segment called Adventures in Coaching. And now we've got Kim Smith joining me on the couch yet again. She is a wonderful business and career coach to help you further your progression throughout your career and your life. And now we're going to talk all things purpose because it's something that's super important. Good morning, Kim. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming back. I'm like yeah. totally nerding out about everything that you're saying, <laughs> only because I think it's so important that people learn all of these lessons that you've been giving us. Yeah, it really is um, a great way to really move your li life forward and to think about, you know, what is your purpose, which is what we're going to be talking about today. It's so foundational to your success. And so let's talk about the concept of mm -hmm. this life and business purpose that we are going to be talking about. Okay, great. And so like what I was saying, it's so important to have a foundation and to understand what your purpose is because so many of us walk through life not really knowing like what makes us tick, maybe what is our calling, so to speak. And a lot of times we run into trouble when we don't really know what that is because all of a sudden, you're, you know, maybe you've been working for many years in a career, maybe you're just starting out and you're like, this doesn't feel right, this doesn't really fit. It's something I thought I was supposed to do but um, it just doesn't really seem to fit. So 
when I start working with people, we say, you know, I ask them like, hey, have you ever thought about what your purpose is? And they're like, well, what does that mean? And, you know, it really is taking a look at, you know, what is your reason for being? What is your why, so to speak? And uh, we'll go into a little bit more about, you know, how you develop that. Now, as we're talking about purpose, everyone thinks about it kind of differently, mm -hmm. and it's one of those topics that's so broad and so expansive. And so why is it important for people to find their purpose? That way they can drive themselves forward in their career. It is so important because it really means that you're digging kind of deep into understanding what makes you tick and what is going to make you happy. And it doesn't mean that, you know, you have a career that is maybe exactly that purpose. It's not so much what you do, it's your why and why are you doing it. Um, and that comes before what you do. Now you can incorporate your purpose into your career. It can be a direct incorporation, like for me, exa for example, mine is to help people to reach their potential and their success, right? So I do that full time, but prior to this, I brought that into my career in my marketing and sales careers and so you know I was with a mindset of like how can I help people succeed so it doesn't have to be a direct one-to-one -one cor correlation but it's really clear I mean important to be clear on what it is and why you're doing it so that you can use it almost as a guidepost or a, a North Star so to speak when you're making a big decision. Now as people are at home listening because you've definitely got me thinking about what my purpose is how can they start to find and develop their purpose? So it's really a combination of values, passions, and strengths. And what I mean by values are not necessarily like your moral values, but what makes you happy? What's important to you? Could it be connecting with people? Could it be achieving things, risk-taking, um, adventure, honor, justice, those kinds of things? And I've got a huge list of those things that we go through when, when you're working with me in terms of defining like what those values are. And it's also important to look at what your passions are. You know, what is it when you're doing it that you forget everything around you? You know, you get lost in what you're doing. And if you can tap into that feeling and bring that into your purpose, you know, think about what it is that you're doing when that happens. That's also a really key point of like determining your purpose. And then of course your strengths, if there's something that you're really good at. Are you good at writing? Are you good at speaking? Are you good at math, science, whatever? You know, what is it that you're good at? You may not even be doing that in your current role right now, but like consider that because that all kind of goes into the mix of determining what your purpose is. Which I think is so cool. Even to hear you talk about it, you can see that you are passionate about what you do. Yeah. But we talked about it in the last one where this fills your cup helping other people. Mm -hmm. So then it brings that aspect of passion into it, which is how you know you're in the right spot. You found your purpose, right. not only personally, but when it comes to your career as well. And that's such a unique opportunity and experience for people to sit down, think about it, and have someone guide them through it because this is something I have personally never thought about. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. We'll have to talk about that. <laughs> I know, now I'm gonna like sit down and have you coach me just so that I can develop my purpose. Yeah. And it's those aha moments when somebody, you know, suddenly realizes that like, oh my gosh, I haven't thought of this. Here's an opportunity for me to really define my life and determine what direction I really truly wanna go in and what's gonna, you know, fit for you know, my passions and my values and my purpose. What is that fit? And so once you've helped people find their purpose, how do you guys determine if they are living in alignment with their purpose or not? So that's a, that is a great uh, question. And I like to use the analogy of like being in a little boat riding down the river. If you guys can imagine, we do a lot of you know, river sports up here. You're yes. in a boat 
you know, you hit the side sometimes, and sometimes you go into a little eddy, and maybe there's some rapids, and occasionally you might get thrown out of that boat. But generally, you get back on, you're having fun, and things are going. But when you're not living your purpose, I mean, that is when you're in flow, right? So, but when you're not living your purpose, it probably feels like you're trying to paddle upstream. And you're going up and hard, you know, you're getting more and more tired. And that's how, you know, it works in life. You may experience, you know, burnout in your job or just like frustration and not feeling like things are fitting. And um, so that's how I like to use that analogy, just to sort of like do that sanity check. Am I living my purpose or not? Which I think is something that a lot of people let go by the wayside here Mm -hmm. because we do live this like extravagant lifestyle of being outside and doing these recreational sports that we know and we love and we're soaking up the sunshine and we're skiing and we're snowboarding and we're river rafting and we're hiking and we're doing all of these things that help us personally stay sane. But when you transform that into your career, it totally can make a difference because it can help with your mental health stability, like you said. It can help avoid burnout and it can lower your stress levels incredibly. Yes, extremely. And I also think it's really important because if you have a major decision to make in your life, maybe it's a career change or you're wanting to move, it's a really great way to sort of like measure up like am is this decision I'm going to make aligned with my purpose? And if it's not, you know, you should really think about, you know, what else you might want to be doing. Now, as people are listening, because I've been listening this whole time, and they're looking for those specific next steps to start finding their purpose, where do you start? So the specific next steps are to really think about, again, you know, what are your values and what is it that is making you passionate about something? What do you love doing? And when you're doing it, you're like in that zone, right? You're in the flow. So that's, you know, you can certainly go, there's a lot online about like how to determine your purpose, but I've come up with a methodology that I think breaks it down a lot more simply than what um, I'm able to find online. And it's confusing. I mean, there's a lot of information out there from individual purpose to business purpose to mission and vision. And I will talk about mission and vision down the road, but, you know, getting clear on your purpose um, is really important. And then you said that magic word right there, flow, because once you get your brain to that flow state and it's easy for you to get up, know what you're doing, be successful in what you're doing, but also not be so overwhelmed that you are experiencing that burnout, your life becomes transformed for the better. Yes, that's certainly the the hope, right? And, And the reason for doing this is to get people to a place where they're happy and they feel empowered and that they know where they want to go with their lives. Now, what is one of the biggest benefits people will see as they start to develop their purpose and kind of define it a little bit better? Really, it is about being clear about where you're going and what you want to do. I mean, it's pretty simple, right? You know, taking that and and what do you feel when you are living on purpose? And then, you know, how do you align it with your life? That's the next step is to kind of look at, okay, I've got my purpose figured out. How do I incorporate that into my life? And it doesn't have to be, like I said, a one-to-one exact, you know, this is my purpose and therefore I'm going to only do this. But how do you bring it into your life, into your relationships, with your family, your, your coworkers, your work? You know, it's, it's, it really is an umbrella that goes over everything that, you, that you're doing. Which I think is one of the most fascinating parts for me, just to hear you talk about this, but then know your story of you finding that purpose throughout your career and succeeding very well in this marketing career that you had for so long, but realizing you wanted more and you wanted to bring these two together, and now you have the opportunity to do both. So 
I have a couple more questions for you, but one of them is if someone is at, is at home listening to this mm -hmm. and they're like, wow, I feel like I could develop so much by having some one-on-one -on -one time with Kim, what's the best way for them to get in contact with you to book you as their coach? Thank you for asking. Uh, you can go to my website, which is adventuresandcoaching.com or reach me at Kim at adventuresandcoaching.com. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, just reach out to me. I'd be happy to talk to you. There's also a little form on my website that tells me a little bit more about you before we talk. And um, I set up initial calls just to kind of do a little discovery and see if it might be a good fit for both of us. It is important that you make sure that you guys click well right. together. Mm -hmm. Now, we're going to continue to do these sessions where you can not only help us critically think about maybe our purpose or where we want to grow professionally uh, or personally mm -hmm. or just really to define what we think we should be doing. So mm -hmm. what are some of the other great topics we're going to be covering? So we're going to be talking about some women in business issues um, because I am currently uh, holding a women in business series through the Vale Valley Partnership. And that's been really enlightening for me to be able to work with a lot of women in the Valley and talk about, you know, what are the challenges here? So I'll be talking about that, um, leadership, uh, communication skills. Um, I am going to be doing a segment on business coaching and what that looks like. And so, you know, the topics are endless. And uh, if, if there's anything that you guys want to hear from uh, me about, please be, let uh, Maddie know here <laughs> and we'll go from there. Kim, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me, giving mm -hmm. all of us this great information. You've definitely got me critically thinking about where I want to go and what my purpose is. Right. And I think that's one of the coolest parts about you taking these next steps with people to just help them grow. Yeah, thanks so much. It's been fantastic spending time with you, and I love talking about this. And I'm super excited to be part of the Vale Valley and the business community here and look forward to coming back again soon. Kim, again, thank you so much yes. for being here. Make sure that you continue to stay tuned as we are going to continue to dive deeper in this Adventures in Coaching only because it can help you in so many ways grow better than you knew possible. And defining your purpose is one of those very first steps. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we've got more of the show, so stay tuned. If you haven't seen Good Day Veil vale lately, here's what you've been missing.
I'm Cece Zach, and I'm the host of Good Day Vail, and you can find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 or on our website at tvavail.com and on YouTube. We're here to serve the Vail Valley, and we look forward to sharing our story with all of you. Andrea Jackson. Welcome to Life Love Shopping. Do you have any personal stories you can share? Do I? Yeah, <laughs> yes, I so, do. So even though you work for some good deals, too good to miss on flash deals. Now check this out. Studies show spending time outdoors can help with depression, lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness. and I are going to get headed on further down the trail, but I hope you'll catch up with us a little bit later. Hi, I'm Ben Roof and I'm one of the new hosts here at TV8. I'm so excited to share all of my explorations throughout the Vale Valley with my dog Archer, where we'll be taking you to hiking trails, biking trails, maybe we'll go rafting, fishing, or whatever else we can come up with. I'm so excited to share all of that with you in my new segment, Outdoor Adventures. Don't forget to catch up with us every day right here at TV8 Vale or at TV8Vale.com because there's always more for you on 92. We are learning all about adventures and coaching and how it can help you better your life both per personally and professionally. Now, I'd say the biggest thing that people struggle with is change. So let's learn how you can adapt to change and really lean into it as new parts of your life develop. Let's have a look. Welcome back to the show. Now, a segment that we do here, it's called Adventures in Coaching. And Kim Smith is here to join us and talk about all of these wonderful next steps that we could come across in our life. And today we're talking about the importance of change and what that can look like throughout not only your personal life, but through your career as well. Good morning, Kim. Good morning, Maddie. Thanks again for having me. It's great to be here. We love having you here only because I feel like you give such great information for not only personal growth, but for professional growth as well. And so you've taken us through some very important steps mm -hmm. already from finding your purpose to making sure what you're doing for yourself and for your career has a meaning to you. Yeah, exactly. We've gone through what it looks like to have a purpose and to d define that as well as trying to start aligning it with you know, what you're doing in your life. And today's topic on change is going to be more focused on our careers. And sometimes change can be scary. So let's talk about what those initial steps of change look like. Yeah, sure. First of all, we have to identify if we want to make a change. And sometimes things like being really unhappy in your job or maybe things just aren't feeling right or maybe you've been in your job for a long time and you want it, you're, you're saying like maybe there's something else out there for me. Um, those can signify reasons for change as well as, you know, if you've been working on your purpose, you know, that can really give you maybe a new direction to say like, hey, I, I really need to better align with my purpose now. And why do so many people have a hard time making that change when they know it's going to better their lives and better their career path? 
Yeah, it's it's a very normal thing to uh, really kind of get stuck when we're wanting to make change because let's face it, we all kind of get stuck in a rut and we get comfortable with what we're doing and it's hard to maybe put ourselves out there and take a little bit more of a risk to better align with what we want to do or to achieve some new goal. And there's a lot of things that you have to put into consideration and especially if you're mm -hmm. going to make such a large change because humans, we're creatures of habit, we like to stick in that pattern that we start and so when you stay with a job for a long time, you start that pattern whether it's waking up early or it's staying up late and then to completely switch that can be really scary for some people. So can you give us an example of this? So I like to think of, and I'm talking a little bit more about bigger change right now, um, but the metaphor of maybe climbing a mountain, and I know a lot of people here in the Vale Valley can relate to this. You know, you're at the base of a 14er and you're looking at the top and it's like, it's this huge peak and you're like, how can I make it up there? Am I strong enough? You know, maybe I don't have the fortitude that I need or the training that I need to get up there. And, you know, it's really about rather than focusing just at that top part of the mountain, you know, breaking it into those baby steps. I mean, what do you do when you start to prepare for climbing a mountain? You make sure you have the right equipment, right? You have a map and a compass or a GPS, whatever it is you're using, and, you know, food to fuel your journey. And without that, you can't even really begin to start thinking about it. So it's the same when you're trying to make um, change on a big goal or, you know, change your uh, career or something that, you know, you may have that goal. It's very important to have that end goal, but you also really need to break down the steps to get there so that you can start making those. And one of the things that might really hold you back is maybe fear of change and fear of success or even failure. There's a lot of fears that can come out as a result of that. So um, all things to think about. Definitely all things to think about, and especially with the other segments that we've done with you where we've talked about really finding your purpose because mm -hmm. one of my favorite things to chat with you about is how you knew you loved helping people and then you brought that to your career and now you have a career that's not only self-fulfilling because you're pouring into your own cup as you're getting to help other people, but then you do get to do what you love and you're very successful at it. Yeah, thanks for recognizing that. And, you know, it wasn't an easy change for me at all. You know, I had a long career in sales and marketing, and I was very comfortable in that. And I had, you know, done, you know, a lot of great things in my career. So it was really hard to say, hey, maybe there's something else out there for me. But I, I just couldn't ignore that, you know, those small voices that kept saying there's something else, there's something else. And so when I finally did take that leap of faith, so to speak, you know, I, I didn't just do it and start right away with what I'm doing today. I, I worked with a coach. I went through the steps. I identified three or four things that I thought I might really want to do and started eliminating those based on my values and uh, other things that were important to me where I finally landed on, you know, being a full-time coach. And I just love it. It makes a lot of sense to me now. And, you know, should I have done it earlier? Perhaps. But all of those experiences I had leading up to this point got me to where I am today and they all inform and help me with what I'm doing not only with my career but when I'm helping others. Kim I have some <laughs> more questions for you but we're gonna take a quick little okay. break and then we're gonna come back and talk more about what people should prepare for as they're thinking about making these big changes so make sure that you stay tuned because we're gonna take a short break and then when we come back we're gonna find out on how more you should prepare to make these changes so stay tuned.
Join us on the Leadville Railroad. This fun-filled train ride takes you and your family on an unforgettable trip through the heart of the Rockies for a half-day trip of adventure, relaxation, and sightseeing. Enjoy the spectacular Colorado scenery. Even meet the engineer. Book your adventure on the Leadville Railroad today at leadvillerailroad.com. Join us in exploring the everyday lives of community members here in the Vale Valley. Hear their inspiring stories of how they came here, their contributions to our community, and why they chose to call this place home. We want you to be one of our neighbors. If you would like to be featured or nominate someone to be featured, please send an email to danielle at tv8vale.com. We look forward to featuring your story right here on TV8. Here at Sun and Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun and Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Here at Sun and Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun and Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. Happy Tuesday. I'm your host, Kimberly Perot. We've got Mark Sassy joining us. We are having an exciting celebration of adventures and coaching on this morning's edition of Good Morning Vale. We'll be talking to you about the weather. Mark sharing a little bit more fly fishing knowledge and information, the latest and greatest over there. And then a continuation of this exciting discovery of how to coach and change your life. So stay tuned. Hour two, Good Morning Vale starts now.
Hey, everybody, welcome back to our second hour of our Tuesday edition of Good Morning Vale. Yeah, it's been a celebration of, of adventures and coaching all day today. There's a lot more to come during the second hour. I've got more fishing stuff coming up. I've been sitting here, honestly, just exploring the, the tiny bug world. I got some great photographs I just took. I'll share those in my next fishing report. Sunshine around, cloud cover. It looks like it's burning off to the west, so I think we're going to have blue skies here real soon uh, for a good part of most of the day today, making its way into the afternoon hours. We're seeing about 65 right now for that temperature in Vail. We'll see a high temperature in Vail today, about 84 degrees, a few degrees more cooler than yesterday. Uh, afternoon, though, a 40% chance of maybe some scattered thunderstorms. So uh, fingers crossed we get a little bit more moisture to kind of cool things off a little bit. Vail by the hour, uh, increasing up into the 80s midday. We'll see partly cloudy skies to start, like right now. Sun's going to burn them all off. It's going to be mostly sunny, scattered thunderstorms in the afternoon, mostly cloudy into the evening hours. For your I-70 drive today, if you're headed down to Denver, 99 degrees along the front range with a 30% chance. Sunshine mixed with a chance for maybe a passing shower. Vail 84, Avon 88, Eagle 92, and anywhere from a 30 to a 40% chance in Eagle County for a pop-up afternoon thunderstorm. Tonight, that sun will set at 826, and there's a 15% chance of maybe a little bit more rain coming our way with a low of 52 this evening. And then for Wednesday, afternoon thunderstorms, about a 40% chance with a high of 84 in Vail. For Thursday, 83 with a 40% chance. 85 for Friday with a 30% chance of maybe a shower. 86 for Saturday with a 25% chance maybe of a shower. Then Sunday, 84 with a 40% chance of more of those scattered afternoon thunderstorms. Sun burning off some of that cloud cover right now as we sit down here on the Eagle River. What a nice, peaceful, fulfilling way to start your day. All right, so we have more information now. Back to adventures in coaching and the celebration. Let's find out more about the, uh, the, the, the next piece of that puzzle, which is embracing and recognizing change. Let's take a look. Welcome back to the show. We're going to continue our conversation with Adventures in Coaching with Kim Smith because we were starting to talk about some of the things you should prepare for if you're looking to make a change. Now we're going to continue that conversation. Kim, thank you so much for being here. Thanks again. Great to be here. Now, as people are gearing up to make this change and they're starting to talk about the possibilities, what are the questions that they should be asking themselves when they do want to make a change? Sure, and it's, you know, there is a lot that goes into it. And um, a lot of times you're not clear exactly on what it is you want to do or how to do it. So I always go back to, does the change you're thinking about really align with your purpose? And if you haven't done that purpose work, you know, go back and take a look at some of that. But does it align? And then second, you know, what are the risks? Every change has some risks there. And, you know, what does that involve for you? Um, even making a simple pros and cons list can help you get really clear on, you know, should I do it or should I not? And then I always like to say, you know, what are the benefits of making this change? You know, what are you going to gain from it? And because generally you're making change because you want to, right? You see the benefits, but getting clear on what those are is important. But also, um, you know, what are the costs of maybe not making the change? Like if you're hesitant, like, you know, if I'm going to make the change or if I'm not going to make the change, you know, what is it going to cost me emotionally, basically, maybe um, monetarily? 
But also, and then I finally say, you know, run the numbers. You know, take a look at the finances. What is it going to cost you to, to make a change? And maybe it's a, a, you know, a promotion where you're making more money. So that's kind of a no-brainer. But sometimes when we're thinking about making really different, you know, changes where we want to go a different direction, it might mean looking at the numbers and, and looking at a different type of salary for a while. And, you know, what is that going to look like for you? Which I think these are all great things to sit down with yourself and really work through the pros and cons list is one of my yeah. favorite things to do. And especially just for any life event mm -hmm. that could make that significant change. Now, as people are starting to think about making this change, what are some of the steps that they should be taking to start the process? Yeah, so once you figure out that this is something that you really want to do, I say, you know, take a look at that end goal and start building the steps to getting there. So you're saying, all right, the first step is this and the second step is that. And then build out the plans underneath each step because, you know, it's a long, long way from getting, you know, that idea from here into, you know, or to the chair over there, right? There's a big, there's a gap there. Right. And a lot of people think like, oh, I can just do that. But there are steps. And um, making sense um, of those steps and being clear on them and even taking some of those baby steps just to see what you can start, like if you can start some momentum and generating some movement there. Now, you're a fantastic coach and you do this for a living. Mm -hmm. So why is it so important when people are making these changes that they come and seek advice from a coach like you? Yeah, I mean, certainly everybody, anybody can, you know, do this on their own. But what I have found and with people I work with is that they get stuck, right? And they're having a hard time moving forward. And maybe it's, you know, for a number of reasons, but a lot of it is like maybe we don't know exactly how to get there and they need some help and support to develop that plan. But also the other piece of it is we often get stuck because of our limiting beliefs and not believing that we can actually do what we're setting out to do. And so that's where a coach can really help you to identify not only the plan and build that out and hold you accountable to those steps, but find out what those limiting beliefs are. And as we're talking about this plan and building out these steps, what does the process of coming and working with you in this kind of moment in your life look like? You know, we really start out with um, asking about what you, do you know what your purpose is and what, you know, what is the plan that you're thinking of? And then I go through an evaluation to take a look at, you know, the pros and cons and what it might be that you're thinking about and having you look at the finances. There, I can't tell you how many times I work with people and I said, you know, and I say, well, what do you think you can earn doing this? Or what do you think it's going to look like if you decide to do that? And they're just really more going on um, their gut feeling, which is great, and I love that. But let's you know take a look and say you know what is it going to cost? You know what does this change mean for you financially? Now, Kim, if people are interested in working with you to have you help them make these changes, what's the best way for them to get in contact? So either go to my website adventuresandcoaching.com or email me directly at kim at adventuresandcoaching.com. Kim, thank you so much for taking the time thank to chat you. with us, giving us all this great information. And you never know how much this little piece could help someone make that life change that they need. Yeah, thank you. Make sure that you check out Adventures in Coaching if you are looking to make one of these big changes and you're struggling to get from here to the chair because that little push can definitely help you. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we've got more of the show, so stay tuned.
Tap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 7 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail, Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno, Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoreboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. For TV8 in Vail, I'm Avisha Scarborough at the Gerald R. Ford Amphitheater. We'll see you next time. Hi friends, welcome to a little behind the scenes. I'm Avisha Scarborough and I'm so excited to be part of the team at TV8 in Vail. I love the outdoor lifestyle here. I love the arts and culture and I love being part of this community. My show is called Vail Vibes with Avisha where I tell you about all the amazing activities going on here in Vail and surrounding areas all year round. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. And we are back. So you've gone through the change. You've decided to take the steps in coaching and what to do next in your life. But you feel like you just can't quite get over that plateau. Well, we've got the next thing on how, what to do if you are feeling stuck. Stay tuned. Adventures in Coaching Feeling Stuck starts now.
Adventures in Coaching is a segment that we love to do here to maybe help you get inspired to maybe change careers or maybe to just find those little differences that you need in your life to better your life. And I'm here with Kim Smith, who's going to give us some more information. Now, in the last session, we talked about kind of the struggles of making changes when it comes to your career. And now we're going to start to talk about what could be holding you back from success. Kim, thank you so much for being here. It's great to be here again, Maddie. Thank you. We love to have the opportunity to <laughs> chat with you only because you have so many fantastic ideas and so many stepping stones to help people find maybe that next path in their life. And so we talked a lot about what it's like to make a change. Mm -hmm. Now, why can people get stuck in a little rut when they're going to make a change? Yeah, and this is one of my very favorite topics in coaching because it's where we get to dig deep a little bit and figure out you know, what makes us tick. And, you know, a lot of things can get us stuck, like maybe not knowing where we're going and exactly what we want to do. But once we kind of identify a plan or we think we've got a place we want to go, sometimes we get stuck because of fear. And it could be fear of failure. It could be fear of success. Um, but they show up as like limiting beliefs often. And, and what that means is those small, little small voices that we all have that tell us like, oh, maybe I'm not you know, smart enough to do this, or I don't have enough experience, or um, just the self-doubts that kind of can creep into our thoughts that might hold us back. And a lot of times it looks like procrastination, like we just can't get moving. So if you're starting to feel like you're procrastinating, you're not getting anywhere, it might be a limiting belief that's holding you back. Now, we've heard this term limiting beliefs a couple of times from mm -hmm. you recently. And so let's talk about what a limiting belief could be. So like I was talking about, it could be something that, you know, is that small voice that shows up, but it's really about identifying those and where they come from. And, you know, good news is we all have them. Everybody has limiting beliefs. It's not, you know, it's not uh, um, something that's very unique. And we, we get them from life experiences. They can have cropped up because of something that happened in childhood or in the workplace, or, you know, maybe the teacher told you something that, you know, hurt your feelings or, you know, something, but somehow it's gotten exaggerated over time and it's manifesting in our adult lives in ways that may not serve us anymore. Which is wild to think about. The psychological aspect of this all is something that is so intriguing. And that's where you really come in to help people kind of walk through this. Now, as we've been talking, there are limiting beliefs and there are fear. And so how can you tell the difference between it being a limiting belief or mm -hmm. it being fear-based holding you back? You know, I think they're very similar, so it's a little bit hard to describe. But the fears are really driving those limiting be beliefs. Um, and those fears are sort of underneath those. So, you know, that fear of you want to you want to drill down and figure out what that fear is so that you can see why that limiting belief is holding you back. So is it fear of success? Is it fear of failure? Is it fear of being judged and criticized? That's a really big one when people start taking that, you know, new path forward and they're worried about, oh, my gosh, what are what what are my parents going to think of me? What are my friends? What are what's society going to think of me, you know, doing something different? Um, so those fears really underlie and drive those limiting beliefs. If we acknowledge that we're in fear, is there anything that we can find a way to kind of work around it and what can we do about it? Yeah, that's a great question. And you know, like I was saying before, fear is so normal when you get to the stage of wanting to make change. 
and identifying what it is is really going to be helpful. So, you know, taking a look at where it might have come from and identifying it, naming it. How does it make you feel when you're in that fear so that you can recognize it when it crops up? And it's not enough to just really know about, you know, what that fear is. That awareness is key. But in order to move through it, you have to have courage. And you know, courage is not the absence of fear, it's taking action anyway in spite of it. So taking some steps, some baby steps, can often be the antidote to eliminating that fear and creating some momentum in what it is you're trying to do and achieve. Which I think is so important because not only will you learn a lot about yourself as you're moving forward and making this decision of change, but you'll also just learn a lot about yourself in your coping mechanisms right. and how you behave in certain situations because you are re-experiencing those things that have created these voices in your head. Now, as people are sitting down with themselves and they're starting to talk about the limiting beliefs and the fear, there are ways for them to move through them. Absolutely. And again, it's you know, it's not kind of a one and done. Once you figure out what the fear is, you know, it's gonna take practice. You are going to notice when these come up and you might be getting triggered in a lot of areas of your life, not just work or, you know, trying to move forward with a goal. It can, it can happen in a lot of places. And what I've found is that, you know, they're not really different across different parts of your life. They're pretty much the same fears and limiting beliefs that you have. So recognizing them is really important. And then having those strategies of like, oh gosh, there it is again. What do I need to do? How do I need to move forward? Do I need to take a pause and take a step back and not react to something? Or, you know, is it just a matter of like taking a baby step? And, you know, if I'm trying to make some change in my career, is it a matter of, doing some research, uh, you know, sending some emails, doing some informational interviews, you know, what does it look like to help get you out of that fear? And, you know, like I said, action and taking, you know, courage and taking action is the antidote to fear and limiting beliefs. Which as people go through this process and they start to mm -hmm. identify those fears and those limiting beliefs, how can they start to move forward beyond them? That's a good question. Um, you know, it's about having that plan. If you don't have a plan, you know, you're really not going to be going anywhere. So I love um, utilizing SMART goals, and SMART is the acronym for specific, measurable, attainable or achievable, uh, relevant, and time-bound. So if you can take a look at your goals and utilize that SMART acronym to kind of help yourself, um, you know, have that plan and hold yourself attainable, it can be hugely helpful which I think is something that a lot of us have a hard time holding ourselves to these goals. Now, this is where a coach would really come in and help. So yes. as you're making these changes, how can a coach kind of guide you through this? Well, so a coach really believes that you know inside what you want to do, and it's my job to pull it out of you. Like, what is that dream that you have? What is that goal that you, that you want to attain? And then help you to create the steps to get there. And in addition to that, I will help hold you accountable. Um, it's not that you're going to be in trouble if you, you know, don't do something, but maybe we explore the why, you know, why are you stuck again? And is it those limiting beliefs that are cropping up or is it some deeper fear that we need to address? Or is it just the fact that, you know, you need a little extra push to make that first step and to take that, that leap of faith, so. 
Which I think that there is so many benefits to having a coach to just give you that little bit of extra push because I know that's where I tend to struggle is sometimes I just need that little motivation mm -hmm. to help myself get to the top of the mountain that I'm trying to right. climb from the last time we sat down and went through some of this information. Now, if people are interested in having you as their coach to help them with any of these moments of struggling that they could be experiencing, <laughs> what's the best way for them to get in contact with you? So just go to my website, adventuresandcoaching.com, and you can fill out the form there, get more information, or you can email me at kim at adventuresandcoaching.com. Kim, thank you so much for being here and giving us all this wonderful information. It's so nice to just chat with you and kind of work through these things with you as I'm sitting here and just learning so much from you. So thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me, Maddie. Make sure that you check out Adventures in Coaching. That way, if you are maybe looking for that little bit of motivation, you can get it from Kim because she's absolutely wonderful. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back from the break, we've got more of the show, so stay tuned. Everyone, now is the time to refresh your floors. I'm Mandy Benedict. I'd love to invite you into our showroom to explore our 12,000 square foot showroom where you can view all different floors installed, see what it looks like in a larger space. One of our uh, greatest growing products is waterproof wood flooring, which for our environment with kids and dogs and ski boot and our mountain lifestyle, this is a great flooring option. I brought one of the planks with me today. They're nice, long, wide planks. They're embossed on grain, so they look beautiful, but they perform really well in our mountain lifestyle. We have all employee installers. They've been working for over a decade with us, and we have a lifetime installation warranty. So not only do we make sure that the client gets what they want, we know what this climate needs. We have beautiful reclaimed floors, herringbone, really anything that you're looking for to update your home or your business. We have it at Rugs Benedict. We provide free estimates. So come in and visit us in the store. We'd love to see you.
I'm having just way too much fun out here on the river today. I'm not even fishing, I'm just exploring the macro invertebrates. We'll get into that in just a second. I got one more little fly fishing segment coming up. Let's look at your weather. Sunshine is out now. Most of those clouds, it looks like, have burned off. Uh, so it's gonna warm up nicely first thing this morning. We're gonna see mid 60s by nine o'clock, probably close to 70 degrees around nine o'clock. Uh, we'll see a high temperature available of 84 today with a 40% chance of those pop-up afternoon thunderstorms. 40% um, minimal, they may not even touch down, but we are gonna see stuff later on into the day, into the evening hours. Your hourly forecast, 79 around noon, 73 around 8 p.m. In between, we're gonna be in the mid 80s and we'll have scattered storms towards the afternoon. Uh, mostly sunny until that happens too. I-70 today for Denver, 99 degrees with a 30% chance of a mix of rain and sunshine. 40% for Vail with a high of 84, 30% for Avon with a high of 88, and then a 30% chance down valley in Eagle with a high of 92 degrees. Tonight we'll see a low of about 52 degrees, 15% chance of maybe some passing showers, sun setting at 826. And then for Wednesday in Vail, 84, with a 40% chance of some afternoon moisture coming down, a 40% chance on Thursday with a high of 83, for Friday, a high of 85 with a 30% chance of some cloud cover and maybe a passing shower in the afternoon. 25% chance for Saturday with a high of 86 in Vail. And then for the last day of our weekend, Sunday, 84 degrees with a 40% chance of maybe some scattered pop-up afternoon thunderstorms and showers. Um, so a little bit more of an unstable week ahead of us, which is nice. We've had a lot of sunshine, a lot of heat. We'll take a little bit of moisture every once in a while. I've got your fly fishing reports segment part two coming up next. But I'm down here on the Eagle River. I wanted to give everybody a quick fishing update. Let you All right, so after I was fishing down there a little bit ago, I was sitting on the rocks, just kind of taking in the sun, having my coffee, and I noticed some insects climbing around. And funny thing, uh, I was carrying my whistle today, just because I carry a whistle. This is my bug whistle, I blow it, and then all the bugs show up. Yeah, right, bug whistle. Anyways, I'm looking at my coffee cup, and there's a stonefly, an adult, small, golden stonefly, which is called a yellow sally. That's what we use to imitate it. it, was climbing up my coffee cup. I got a photograph of that little yellow sally. It looks big there, but they're small, maybe a size 16 to a size 18. And that's a real popular bug right now. Uh, and then, uh, once again, I took a photograph of that little green caddis larva that was climbing out of the cocoon there, out of, the, out of his little shuck on the stick. I got a picture of him on my finger and then I found one of my flies that I would use possibly to imitate that insect. And uh, they're pretty close in color, size for the most part. I could have gone smaller with my fly, but that's really what it's all about. I mean, ultimately, uh, sure, you can learn how to cast and sure, you can learn how to tie the right knots, but it comes down to what food sources are in the river for the fish, what insects, and then what do you have in your fly box to imitate them. So if you don't know what to use, go to the river, look at sticks, look at cobwebs, look on the bumper of your car, look under the rocks in the river and see what bug life is there and then compare it against to what you really have. So just a couple examples once again of things to imitate those little green caddis. 
This was one of my favorites right here, and I didn't find this one before. Little black head, little green body. I could have gone a little bit smaller still for that caddis, and that would have worked fine. Another variation of that, this might even be a better imitation. It's a little bit, it's not quite as bright green, but it's smaller with that little black head and abdomen like those caddis have. And then once again, the one that I was showing you before was this one. Pretty similar once again, but it has a little bit of a bead on it, so that's gonna help get it down to the bottom of the river to help it sink. But it's really just taking the time to understand what's available to them and then trying to narrow it down to what you have in your fly box that looks like that. If you see flies in the air, you see caddisflies flying around and stoneflies and adults, then you'll go to your dry fly box as opposed to your subsurface nymph box or your wet flies or your emergers and go try to imitate those dry flies. And that's what I saw all over the front of my car on the bumper. Those are all the dry flies. So those are these little green caddisfly larvae that have hatched and become adults that fly around for 24 hours. They go and reproduce, then they go back to the river and die. Then the females go to the river and lay their eggs. And then they go and die. For another 364 days, those eggs will gestate to turn into those little green things. So it's cyclic, it's pretty neat. You find out where, give us a call at the fly shop if you want to know more about how the insect life works and what flies you can use to imitate it. But fishing's good right now, everybody. And it once again continues to get better and better. So. Um, if you want to go on a little bit of an adventure for a day, for half a day, four hours, six hour, eight hour, we've got plenty of guides available at the fly shop, whether it's a float trip or a wade trip, we can take you out and create some everlasting memories that you're going to have for a lifetime. We're going to take a quick break from our Tuesday edition of Good Morning Avail. We'll be right back. time where we're talking Sun and Ski Sports Product of the Week. Now, if you like to get out there and enjoy the trails on your bike, well, it's really important that you keep your head nice and safe. And so right now, I've got the Giro Manifest Spherical in front of me. Now, this helmet has some fancy new technology. The spherical part is progressive layering with dual-density liners to address high and low impact speed. So you can see as I wiggle the top of the helmet, it is fully moving. Now, this helmet also comes equipped with MIPS, which stands for multi-directional impact protection system which keeps your brain just extra safe when you're out there riding and if you do happen to have one of those accidents well then it will help you stay nice and safe this helmet has a lot of really nice features it has the wind tunnel ventilation on it making it so that you stay cool when you're out there enjoying your nice ride so I'm gonna flip this helmet right around to the front so you can see all of those nice wind tunnel vents now another great feature of this helmet is it has a movable visor that would you can protect yourself from the sun as needed in any direction. Now another great feature of this helmet is if you're right in between sizes, don't worry, it has an adjustable fit in the back making it nice and convenient for you to get this helmet on your head to fit any shape. Now you can check out this helmet at Sun and Ski Sports. Now they have so many convenient locations or you can shop online at their website at sunandski.com. That way you can keep yourself nice and safe out there on the trails. We want to thank them so 
so much for bringing you this product of the week. We've got more after this. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Eyepieces of Vail has been a fixture in the Vail community for over 30 years. From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision. Each week on The Tech Show, you can look forward to the latest in technology and how you can use it too. We'll also chat with leading experts and you'll find out if the latest gadget will take my money or not. Don't miss The Tech Show. Tech your local listings. Good morning, We are continuing our celebration. Now you've done the individual work. You've worked through feeling stuck. You've made the changes. You are on your way, but there are plenty of other ways to incorporate other people into helping through change. We've got a team coaching segment next, so let's take a look at that. We are now joined by Kim Smith for Adventures in Coaching, who's got some fantastic advice for us about our careers. Welcome to the show, Kim. Thanks so much, Ben. It's great to be here. Well, it's great to have you. So we've been talking a lot about finding purpose and really kind of orienting ourselves in our careers, but we're changing gears now to talk a little bit more about groups and teams and kind of how to coach as a group. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, great. Yes, and we have been talking a lot about the individuals and purpose and change and all of that, but um, I also do a lot of coaching with businesses and teams, and I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, initially what the difference is between a group and a team. And while I do a lot of group coaching, group coaching can often be around topics, um, but you're really working on yourself as an individual, whereas when I coach a team, it's a team that has come together to work collectively on a bigger purpose, to kind of work on you know what they can do, what how it would be more powerful for them to work as a team versus individuals. So instead of like a collaborative coaching session where you've got multiple people there kind of working on their own things a little bit as a group, you're focusing more on the teamwork dynamics specifically. Exactly, and not every group can become a team. A team is really there for a specific purpose. So say, for example, you're in an organization and you suddenly have a competitor you know, rise up in the market or um, there's something that you need to look at um, internally. But it's there, you have a specific purpose and it can be multifunctional people. You can have interdepartmental people. Um, you can have an executive team. But it's really a team that's set up for a collective purpose. That totally makes sense. So how does a team coaching session then differ from a group coaching session? Are there 
specific differences the, with the way you approach things? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll focus more on the team part of it because um, when I have a team, we sit there and initially, you know, I'm there as a coach to kind of figure out from an unbiased standpoint, you know, what is it that the team is wanting to do? What, what does the team uh, need to accomplish? What is the team's job and why? Um, we'll also go through a series of steps like, you know, who are the stakeholders? And your stakeholder can be, you know, your customer. It can be an internal uh, leadership team. Um, it could be society as a whole. It just really depends on the team. But considering um, what the stakeholder needs is very, very important in a team coaching environment. So how do you go about identifying the stakeholders' needs there? Is there a specific process that you go through? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, Well, I mean, I think it's really a matter of of, um, either you talk to the stakeholder directly and you can bring them in. Um, I also, you know, forgot to mention sometimes a board is a very big stakeholder. So you could have that stakeholder come in and say, hey, from your team, from your organization, what I need is this. But often we don't have access to that or maybe we don't have time for a lot of focus groups or something like that. So I just simply say bring a chair and put it in the room and put the stakeholder's name on that chair. And we can imagine and kind of, you know, creatively brainstorm what that stakeholder needs. Totally makes sense. So once you've kind of identified those stakeholders' needs with the team, then how do you and the team then kind of work towards orienting yourselves to those goals? So, yeah, that's, that is a great question. So we want to figure out, like, what is it that they need? What is it that we're trying to do? Is it, you know, speed to market? Are we trying to develop a new product? Are we trying to be innovative? You know, it depends on the team and what it is that you need to do. So we look at those things and set those goals up and make sure that we have timelines and everybody has a specific role within that team where we're all accountable for that. And a coach will help to hold that team accountable. Um, And the other thing that really comes up a lot in teams are team dynamics, right? We all bring ourselves to work every day. And like I've been talking about in previous sessions, you know, limiting beliefs can hold us back from being successful. And that can also really derail a team as well. So, you know, when I notice that that's going on, you know, I might do some individual one-on-one coaching, um, but also just really try to figure out, you know, what is everybody's strengths and what are they bringing to the table so that we can all be on the same page and not in a competitive situation with each other. That seems pretty obvious there. Like clearly, <laughs> I mean, like if if the team isn't gelling together as mm-hmm. individuals, it seems like that can be a huge challenge. Are there any other major challenges that you think teams commonly face beyond just the interpersonal cohesion of the team? Oh, absolutely. You know, I think goals and having uh, measurable goals and KPIs which is uh, an acronym for key performance indicators. It's important that we highlight and outline what those are and what those mean so that we can do that checks and balances and look back to say like, hey, are we meeting our goal of X? And are we you know, meeting our goal of Y? And looking at, you know, if so, great, how do we keep doing that? And if not, what do we need to reassess? And also having that, you know, those, those measurement, sorry, measurements be uh, time-bound so that we don't just have this, you know, never-ending timeline. Like if we need to know in 30 days how something is doing, let's check back. You know, what is our bigger goal? Is it, are we a team for a year putting this project together? Um, but it really depends on, you know, what those goals are. But measure, measure, measure. That's, you know, I, that's a big one. 
Well, and it seems to me that as you start to develop those timelines and mm -hmm. create a system that allows individual members of the team to evaluate their own progress and see where they fall in in the team's progress, it seems to me like that's a key component to functioning well as a group or as a team. Yes, absolutely. You know, and I, as a coach, I, I think it's really important to check in with everybody. Um, we can always revise something if something's not working, if you know, maybe there's some personality or dynamics that aren't working, you know, taking a step back. And you know, just because we said that the goal and the purpose is this at the very beginning doesn't mean that we can't have flexibility to change and pivot a little bit as we gain more information. So if we've got those interpersonal issues more or less worked out and we've yeah. got uh, strong deliverables and a timeline set up mm -hmm. with that evaluation system in place, are there any other major hurdles that you would expect a team to encounter? You know, I think it's just like every day in life, right? Things come up and, and things that we can't anticipate. You know, the, it's great if we do like a SWOT analysis. I don't know if you've heard about what I that haven't. is, but it's, it's an analysis that we look at the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats from both inside the company and outside the company. And we can't always anticipate those, but when those come up, like, do we have the agility and the flexibility to, to pivot and to shift and to you know, quickly determine what we need to do to address that problem? Well, and I would imagine that through that process, you really help coach the team to be ready for and have a little bit of preparation in mind for those challenges that might unexpectedly arise. What, what do you recommend for teams to kind of help them prepare for the unexpected? Well, I think that it's really about, you know, be, be prepared for the unexpected. You know, you cannot, you know, anticipate everything, but to be flexible. And a lot of times in businesses, we get very sort of, you know, sort of stuck in what we do with our processes. But if we're in a team that has the idea and the purpose of being flexible and agile and all of that, we can quickly shift and find out, do we need different resources? Do we need different people on the team? You know, what do we need to, to do to make those adjustments? Yeah, awesome. It seems super, super helpful. If my team or somebody else who is watching's team needed some help from you, where could they find some more information? Yeah, great question. Go to my website, adventuresincoaching.com, and I have a page specifically dedicated to team coaching. Well, perfect. Well, Kim Smith, thank you so much for joining us, and we will be right back after some short messages. Familia de TVR, estamos muy emocionados de seguir avanzando nuestra programación en español. Recientemente tuvimos un exitoso evento donde colaboramos con nuestra comunidad para desarrollar ideas sobre nuestro contenido y nuestra programación en español. Así que muchísimas gracias a todas las personas que asistieron. Y si no tuviste la oportunidad de contribuir, aún puedes mandarme tus comentarios a través de correo electrónico. Y además te invitamos a seguir nuestras nuevas redes sociales para estar al tanto de todo nuestro contenido en español. Nos encuentras en Instagram y Facebook, arroba TV8 Conexión Latina o nuestra página web tv8bell.com diagonal Conexión Latina. Recuerda que puedes sintonizar toda la programación de TV8 a través del canal 92 de Comcast o nuestra página web tv8bell.com. 
TV8 is excited to continue making progress to our Spanish programming. We recently had a successful event at our studio where we collaborated with community members to develop ideas for the future of our Spanish programming. So thank you to everyone who came out. And if you didn't get a chance to contribute, you can still send me your comments via email. You can also now follow our new Spanish social media accounts on Facebook and Instagram at TV8 Conexión Latina or our website tv8vel.com slash Conexión Latina so you can stay up to date on all our Spanish content. Remember, you can also tune in to all of our TV8 programming on Comcast Channel 92 or our website at tv8vel.com. Here at Sun & Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun & Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. And I'm Andrea Jackson. Welcome to Life Love Shopping. Do you have any personal stories you can share? Do I? <laughs> yes, I so, do. so even though you work for some good deals, too good to miss on flash deals. Now check this out. Studies show spending time outdoors can help with depression, lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness. Join us on the Leadville Railroad. This fun-filled train ride takes you and your family on an unforgettable trip through the heart of the Rockies for a half-day trip of adventure, relaxation, and sightseeing. Enjoy the spectacular Colorado scenery. Even meet the engineer. Book your adventure on the Leadville Railroad today at leadvillerailroad.com. Now, welcome back. We had quite the wonderful education session on today's celebrations of adventures and coaching, but we love to celebrate local, and we love it when Carrie Hogan from Nap Harvest joins us on the couch. So I've got Carrie with me today. How are you? I'm doing good. And yourself? I'm doing so well. You know, awesome. Just beautiful weather. I loved waking up to, to the, the mist that we had over oh, the mountains today. very nice. And I'm sure that's great for you and all of the harvest. It's very good. I mean, this is my favorite time of the summer when... The bounty of summer just comes rolling in the doors at Knapp Harvest, our store down in Eagle Ranch. There are plums that just, everything looks so mouth-watering. I grabbed one of the peaches from the store the other day and literally had to stand over the sink to eat it because it was just so juicy and beautiful. So, yeah, this is the great time of year to come into Knapp Harvest. You know, help support these local farmers that mm -hmm. have... Um, work so hard to grow these for you. And we source all up and down the valley, up and down into Palisades, Olathe. You know, a couple times we'll go across the border if it's good organic uh, produce and um, veggies too. So great time of year to come into Nap Harvest for all of that. And also, it's also a great time of year to come in for our honeys because, uh, you know, Nap Nectar is our honey business, mm -hmm. and of course, this is the time of year where these bees are out there. They are buzzing around. My hives are so busy. Uh, lots of honey coming in because of all that beautiful rain we had in the spring. The bees are bringing in a lot of nectar. And so we have, um, our master beekeeper, Carmen, has bottled 
what we call hyper-local honey. Okay. So what that is is from specific areas in the valley, they're bottled separately to taste the differences between all of these different areas. Wow. Because, of course, the bees are feeding on different things up in Light Creek. You know, wildflowers, yes, lots and lots of different wildflowers came out this year again mm -hmm. because of the rain. Um, but there, there are different flowers than in Colorado Creek, which was formerly called Cordillera. Mm -hmm. Eagle gypsum has a thicker, more amber color. They feed more on rabbit brush down there. So, you know, I encourage people to come in and get a jar of each and, and do a honey tasting. They're beautiful to add to sh your charcuterie plates mm -hmm. because a little honey with some of those spicy salamis and meats along with the cheeses and the breads is just a really great addition to elevate your charcuterie board. And the taste the difference. I'm a wine sommelier. Okay. I'm now a honey sommelier as well. <laughs> it is so cool to taste the difference between all of them, depending on where what area um, they are from. And we have um, honeys also from Hawaii, okay. um, honeys from Tupelo, uh, Tupelo honeys, which uh, Van Morrison has made very, very famous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, sourwood from the trees. It is so interesting to go in there. And, of course, we have our Eagle Valley wildflower honey that's blended from all of those different areas that we've been talking about. So you can learn an awful lot about honey um, by coming into nap harvest. It is so good for you. The benefits are amazing. It's great. You know, I definitely have used some of the local honey to help with my allergies. Oh, so good. I love that that you offer such a variety. How many different varieties oh, would you boy. say? Oh, boy. I, I, yeah. 15? <laughs> oh, at least more than 15. Yeah, because, you know, we've got Bjorn's lavender infused and then rabbit brush honey and, you know, again, the Hawaiian honeys. And yeah, so uh, there's a lot of honey down there. A lot of honey. So yeah, come down and, and check it out. And of course, we've got all these cute little honey gifts items, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, tablecloths or throw pillows or napkins or um, tea towels, little necklaces and earrings. A lot of these go to help supporting the bees, those businesses. So mm -hmm. we really like to showcase those. And, you know, we Nap Harvest is also an indoor farmer's market. So a lot of the vendors that you'll see down at the Vale Farmer's Market or the Eagle Farmer's Market are inside our store seven days a week, 300 and maybe 64 days. I don't can't remember how many days we're closed. But, um, you know, Caleb's Catch, beautiful, wild-caught Alaskan fish. Caleb goes up there, he lives in Eagle with his family, goes up to Alaska, wild catches it on his boat, then flash freezes it. So if you don't know the difference between a dry scallop and a wet scallop, Caleb taught me. So wet scallops is what you're going to find mostly in the grocery store. Okay. They pump them full of water in another, you know, um, preservative mm -hmm. to make them look nice and fat and juicy for you. Got it. Caleb's are flat but so much more tasty. There's not, no water in there. That's you're just getting the fish. Yeah. So there's a big difference when you source your food and where. You can spend money. You know, you're going to be spending money on food. We've watched all our food prices go up no matter where you are. Mm -hmm. And, you, you know, if you think about your money being the, your power to in nutrition, you know, for nutrition, for your family, et cetera, it's just much better to get that better quality of vegetables that have just been picked locally so that you have all the vitamin retention, you know, it doesn't come across the seas and then ripen on the shelf in a grocery store. It makes a big difference 
to accessing those vitamins and minerals. So same thing with the meats. You know, the, the Vale Meat Company, she handpicks those um, cattle. They are raised in a pasture, and so no hormones, beautifully done. So again, very high quality, local, and you're supporting local families. Think about that is the power of your money as well. It's so important to be able to do that. And I love at Net Harvest how you're able to, you know, let's say you can't make it to the farmer's market right. every Sunday. You right. have it right there. It's right there. You're bringing every, everybody together so you're creating community outside of just how we're helping the local economy, how you're helping yourself with nutrition. It's just such a cool environment that you have. I, I really do love that concept. It's, it's really great to be working for a company like that that just, you know, understands how to support local. And, you know, our, our um, herb business, Osage Gardens, down in Newcastle, mm-hmm. um, is you'll find those herbs there. And I might mention, too, herbs are a great way to elevate your cocktails. They definitely we, are. I, you know, it's that kind of season, too. You know, I'm, I'm in my kombucharita season, which okay. is margaritas only with kombucha and then shaved ginger. We also have a hot ginger syrup uh, syrup down at Nap Harvest wow. to just a little dab will do you in your uh, margarita or whatever. But so lots, and then a little mint. Basil's really good in, in cocktails. So, you know, expand your horizons a little bit, and it tastes so fresh when you add a little herb to it. It's so summery. It really so, does. you know, it's just fun to be creative. We have lots of ideas. You can always come down. And we can help you with all sorts of recipes and things like that. You've got a myriad of flavors to play with to Absolutely. really elevate your cooking and, and your taste buds. For the I call season. it the tox detox drink. You know, <laughs> it's you're, you're, you've got a lot of really good things in there. Um, so yeah, and and you know also we offered second nature, mm-hmm. pre-made organic meals to go. So I watched shrimp scampi be delivered last week, and she's bringing in more different things again. Some more of a summer menu like the palisade peaches and beets we were talking about that made both of us our mouth water salivating doesn't that sound so summery (laughs) it sounds so so good and then um, she's got a blackened uh, salmon with a lime blanc sauce i mean you know if you don't have the time to cook why not have a chef cook for you pick it up heat it up and serve your family a very healthy to-go meals you know it's it's a good way to do it i certainly do it an awful lot so, so you can come browse the market. You know, if you don't have the time, just browse, look at all of the beautiful fruits and vegetables and other products, and then yeah. grab a nice little dish on the way out. And Save yourself your some oven. time. I know how busy the summers are. There are so many events going on, so much going on every day, every weekend, that, yeah, it's hard to get it all balanced. So, you know, let us help you if we can at all. Um, come see us for sure for all those wonderful fruits, vegetables, honeys, gifts, fresh flowers to put on your table, you name it. it. It's just a little bit of everything in that store. Oh, I love the idea of being able to bring a gift if you're joining a dinner party, a nice little hostess gift. Absolutely. Fresh flowers always goes a long way. I just love that. And, um, yeah, you know, again, a little hostess gift with a tea towel and wrapped with your flowers or you bring a honey to put on the charcuterie. You know, people appreciate that. They'll invite you back. <laughs> they will invite you back. I definitely want to make sure that. that I think that's around. really important you too. Keep promoting the community. Well, Carrie, exactly. tell us where to go for more information. Well, for, you can go to napranch.com. Okay. And let me mention that Nap Harvest is in Eagle Ranch on Sylvan Lake Road. We're right next to Color Coffee. We're open seven days a week. And our new um, hours starting August 1st is Monday through uh, Friday. 
8 to 7, and then Saturdays and Sundays, 10 to 6. I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> but come see us. We're there every day. Um, we'd love to welcome you, and we'll help you with whatever you're looking for, specific honeys or gifts or recipes, whatever we can help you with. Fresh herbs, all of the all above. All of the above, all of the above. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, Carrie, it's so great to have you here on the show. I love Thank hearing you. all the things that you're doing. It's just I'm, I'm ready to go have some breakfast. Me too. Meal. Yeah, a little honey and some bread. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, stay tuned. We're coming up on the close of today's celebration here on Good Morning Vale. We'll be right back after this. Good Morning Vale. Welcome aboard. Bobby Laurie and Nikki Noya have your ticket to everything you need for an on-the-go lifestyle. Grab your boarding pass. It's time to jet set. Map Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch. 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Good morning, Vail! Now, welcome back to Good Morning Vail. We had an exciting show today where we celebrated adventures in coaching. And as always, we love talking about the weather. So let's take a quick look at the five day. As you can see, we've got Thunderstorms coming up for tomorrow, or for today actually, high of 84, low of 49 across the board through the next five days. Definitely going to be a little bit more moisture in the air, very exciting stuff because we know it's very dry here. We had a great show, as always. Love having Mark joining me here out in the river. I'll see you tomorrow. Good morning, Vale. Good morning. Are you looking for exciting and nutritious recipes to cook at home? Watch Colorful Cooking with Tracy Miller on TV8 Vale. Tracy brings you the best in fresh and healthy foods for the 